This episode is sponsored by Scotch Porter. Scotch Porter provides daily essentials for beard, face, and hair care for men. So go to scotchporter.com and use the code SI Podcast to get 10% off your order. <laughs> <laughs> About time you fucking grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sophisticated Ignorance. I am here with Simone. <laughs> Why did you struggle to get that out? Because you I was only looking, been gone for a week. I was looking at Vixen, and I was like, "What is he telling me?" Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm back. You guess you're back. You are back. Oh, so I am back. Okay. Hi, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus! I don't know how the hell y'all tune in and listen to me because I just the foolery. We really need to like start recording when we're not on air because that's like that's listen. why we always start off laughing because there's so much yeah. fuckery that we talking about. Listen, man, random shit. I still have tears in my eyes from laughing just before we started recording. But yeah, it feels good Thank to be back. I kind of missed you guys. You were missed. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Stephen. You didn't introduce yourself. <laughs> you already said my name like seven times. <laughs> I didn't think I need to give them an update. <laughs> oh, yeah. It feels good to be back there. So I guess my name is Steven this week. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be great. Facts. Okay, way off topic before we even start. I realized that when you type in my exact name, how you spell it into oh, Google, God, here we go. there's somebody else that has my exact name, which is weird because I've never <clears> met <throat> no one who spelled Naima the same exact way I spelled it. So it threw me off with the same last name too. Which is weird. I just never, I just never, I've never, never seen thought it about it. Yeah, because no, no one I ever met spelled their name the same way. So I just didn't think. Thought I was the only one. That's not. Well, rip, rip, every time you get scammed, you know who it is. Facts, like sis, you live in Philly. <laughs> I'll pull up on you. Listen, right quick. listen, <laughs> got your Facebook, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Steven's doppelganger on Facebook is just the complete opposite of him. That's fine by me. He looks like he voted for Trump. Hopefully, some of that white privilege spills over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll gladly take some. Definitely voted for Trump. He's a little doppelganger. <sighs> But yeah, um, I guess we'll start with the current events. We shall. Yeah. So, um, the first one is the butt. So, okay, the lady got butt shots in the bathroom and Dunkin' Donuts. Wait, wait. Is was that she- it? <laughs> wait, you just saying shit and you don't even know if it's no, true No, I remember I seen it. It said Dunkin' Donuts. She, that's what she, oh, did she work at Dunkin' Donuts? No, I think it was done. I didn't read the story because right. I didn't care. But <laughs> that's how I read. I yeah. I think she got she got the injections done probably in somebody's basement or home or whatever. But the person had her wait inside Dunkin' Donuts before she entered, which was ah, like mad that's what fucking it was. random to me. It's like because they don't pay attention to Dunkin' Donuts. I think that's what it is. But even so, it's like when when is the the fucking red flag like all right maybe i shouldn't be doing this bitches is dumb like they like a lot of people are really really stupid they don't use common sense i guess she felt like well this is probably how it goes since it's illegal so i'm gonna meet her here and then we're gonna go to the spot and get it done but then wait how did she think about how she's gonna get home 
You can't but can you like No, because she got or? her comfy culotta, so she was lit. Listen. <laughs> you know what, Steven? <laughs> nope. I'm not doing this. And she was thinking about what she gonna change in her Instagram bio. So that's a lot to be distracted by. So she she of course she died. Did she die? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't read the article. <laughs> I didn't read Really? It. I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. I mean Oh well? Alright. What next you want one. me to say? <laughs> what you want me to say? My bad. Like I don't It's unfortunate. Well just hopefully. <laughs> They realize. I mean, how many females gotta die for chicks to realize? Like, clearly not enough is dying for people to understand this. I don't get it. Clearly what you would call it? Because we um we talked about um Bernice last week, and I forgot to bring this up. When she was on the Breakfast Club, she admitted that she had her shit done in the basement. That's where they used to get it done at, to strippers in the basement. Yep, that's where they used to get it done at. So a lot of like the old school, old school. I guess the strippers between now and probably like 10 years ago. That's where they got their they booty cheeks done at. Be safe though. Well, if not, <laughs> you're going to have a GoFundMe account. <laughs> Asking people for money to pay for your funeral because that's the new thing now, right? Nobody believe in health insurance. We're just going to do a GoFundMe. How many people can afford it? Well, don't die. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking know. So the answers. <laughs> it's not like a video game. You don't get to restart your life when it happens. <laughs> like, but just hang on a little bit longer so you can save up the money. I don't know. I have insurance. Everybody I know has insurance. I don't understand why people these days don't. Well, I think people in our community tend not to because we already have to deal with a lot financially, and then they look like then they look at it as you already hassling me if I call out sick from work. It's a fucking <laughs> interrogation conversation over the phone when I want to call out. On top of like you taking X amount of money off of my weak ass check already, so a lot of people opt out. Well, that's why you get um I'm talking about life. I'm talking about life insurance. That you could pay like once a month or like once a year. And it's not that expensive. How they, many, I'm trying to think how many like people have legit jobs where they offer life insurance. You can get it. You don't need your job to give it to you. That's what's wrong with people. They always wait for somebody to give them something. Figure the fuck out. I, I got it. So I don't know. Right. Well, there's that. The New York City couple jumped to their death because they were in debt. Yo, that shit had me tight. <laughs> How much debt do you need to be in to want to kill yourself, though? One, like, what they was had, going on? One, they had, what, two kids? Oh, no. Yeah, they had two kids. I, I don't know the ages, but they had two kids. But I don't think they were, like, young enough where, like, the, tr- the death would be, like, oh, okay, so mom and dad's not coming back, whatever. I think, they were old, I think they're old enough to realize, like, that shit is going to be fucking triggering for them. Our parents were dickheads, pretty much. That, too. But that's, that that's, sucks. That's, that's triggering. That that makes you want not the state one, that but um, both of them. It makes you wonder about the state that America is in in general. So but I feel like just, I mean you never speak on the dead, but I feel like that's dumb. I mean you could always find bankruptcy too. Let's just say shit is difficult. Right. You always have options, 
like you said, bankruptcy. They you could move. You could have. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> they opted out. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I'm the asshole, right? You always say I'm the asshole. <laughs> but yeah, oh. it's like they had options. You, the dude was a chiropractor. Like I'm assuming he's making almost close to <clears throat> six figures. Unless he has a drug problem. I don't think any drugs or anything was involved. So it's like you live in, let it, let's say you they was living well they were living in the city they was living in the east side east side ain't cheap, midtown east side especially like you could have fucking moved to like Queens or Brooklyn or something make it written you know lower whatever expenses you have like you reaching that point it was like you not that fucking bright. Those kind of people they it's all about their image and what they have and what their last name is. So it's like once everybody in the upper east side, low east side, but mostly upper. But no, you ain't got no money. They gonna, you know, you can't have the same privileges you had before. And that's why a lot of these people care about the privilege they get with their money and their last name. So that's what happened. It sucks. You know what I mean? I guess. Whatever. I thought that shit was dumb. <clears throat> it's just really unfortunate for them, for the two kids, because now they gotta grow up with that hanging over their heads for the rest of their life. I wonder how old they were. Like teenagers, more than likely. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think they revealed the ages either. I'm not too sure. But yeah. Well, Beyonce getting thicker than a snicker. Woo! Yes. I'm here for thick Rihanna. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely here for, for thick, thick Beyonce. She looks good. She looks good in her jeans. One, I was never a big, like, I never was wild by Beyonce for a long period of time. Yeah. Like, for a long period of time, I didn't understand, like, why females stand over her. <clears throat> then I think I watched, like, one of her documentaries way back, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But I still wasn't like, oh, like, yo, Beyonce is bad. It wasn't until the last album, I don't know I don't know the name of the song, the one she's in a bodysuit, and she had, like, the, um, her hair was braided up. Lemonade. The Lemonade album. The Lemonade album. I forget which um Sorry. Record. Was it Sorry? I don't think so. She was in a bodysuit. Is that the one with Serena Williams was in it? I don't remember. But she was like in a parking lot. And it was like yeah. a slow-mo. So, yeah. Uh-huh. If that one. But then, yeah. Like the slow motion combination. And then she was kind of thick at that point. I was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Hove, you fucked up. Mm. <laughs> Big time. Well, luckily he got it together, I guess. I want to ask her a question about that, too. Who? Beyonce. About what? About that whole situation. If I had the chance to ask him one question about that situation, does she love him more after the fact or not? More after that he fixed it or bef- more before he fixed it? Mm-hmm. Probably more after, I would say, as a woman. Because... In the beginning, like, you love them, but it's, like, a, a strong want and need to be with them. And you want them to get it together. And it's, like, you're holding on to the potential mm-hmm. of the person getting it together and the history you have with them. Because she's been with him since she was 19. So, it's that history you have. And when you finally see, like, that person is really trying and they're changing for you, it's, like, I fucking love this nigga. Yeah, so I think more after. She gave him twins. Is that that was a, that had to be a crazy night then if she got twins. That Duce was flowing. <laughs> You're annoying. So annoying. I don't want to talk about this. You you talk about it. 
<clears throat> okay. <laughs> Bobby Valentino and his little transsexual um, issues. <laughs> issues, bro. I'm just, yo. He, it looked like he got caught up. And he's just been trying to deny this shit. He was trying to deny this shit at first. Then it went from denying it to now he's being extorted. And now he doesn't even, he didn't even know that it was uh, a transsexual. Like, I don't know. First of all, doesn't it have like a penis? It? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. That's why I'm like talking about stuff like this. <laughs> because I feel like I don't mean to say certain things. Because I have, I have people, I have friends, family and stuff. Well, part of that community, so I don't want to say the wrong thing and offend anybody. Mm-hmm. But don't they have a penis still? I would assume so. So, like, what? Um, I'm, I'm just thinking too much I'm about just it. Just saying what he's <clears throat> And so I also heard that he wasn't paying them either. That's why they outed him. Well, and it's not it's not the first time either. Well, Mr. C likes to pay, so there's that. I'm not going there. Why you got? <laughs> so wait, you, you you can damage Bobby Valentino name, but you can't damage that nigga. Mr. Mad C. little. <laughs> he mad little. You little and you lying. You're height shaming. Listen, <laughs> you are height shaming. Listen, I'm part of the, the little people. I can say it. Well, I always tell I always tell my whole girls don't trust niggas. That's he mad extra five, mad way like he getting mad bitches now. You getting mad females? That's what you getting. I remember a long time joke was um, how Ludacris didn't respect him because in that um, Pippin all, all Over the World video, the grass is mad high in Africa and Bobby Valentino wasn't taller than the grass. Are you serious? <laughs> and he always want to squat down anyway and get in the camera. Like, it's a 19, 1995 video. That's on him. He annoys me. Okay, his chains be taller than him. Yeah, he hasn't like, had a hit since... No, just slow down. His career slowed the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> that shit went to a screeching halt. Yo, he's never gonna have no celebrities on his show. <laughs> no don't, celebrities. Don't nobody want Bobby V on the show anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, that happened too. He lost the race to his name because there was like another group or somebody else that's called Bobby Valentino. So he's technically Bobby V. Yo, so you get outed by transgenders. Your career is done. And you ain't got your name? My nigga, hang it up. Hang it up. It's too much. It's too much going on. Three strikes, you're out. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Come on. I don't have time. Just, that is just... Let me stop. I'm going to say what I got to say off. We stop recording. I don't want to offend nobody. Well, that's unfortunate because the next topic is about transsexuals too. So, <laughs> little Back Duvall, at it again. little Duvall getting mad backlash for his comments on the Breakfast Club. Another little one. He's funny though. He is funny. So. I do like him, but but you know what? They gotta take it like this. He says whatever he wants to say. So why are you even shocked he said anything? He always says how he feels. He's very blunt. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you know how somebody talk and how they maneuver and everything. Why are you tight? He probably said what everybody was thinking anyway. And then he just said it out loud. He's just a comedian, and I mean, not to like belittle him, but 
is he he's not that high up in like social hierarchy like you have your fucking president that that says shit about transsexuals so maybe you need to have the same energy when he come around right i'm gonna need you to have that same energy i don't know but then people are trying to rationalize what he said too because he's based on what i think he said Basically, if he was to find out, because they, I think they asked him about the Bobby Valentino situation, and he was like, "Yo, if I was to find out after the fact, or somebody, you didn't let me know you was a transsexual off the jump, I'm gonna react crazy." Now he said he was wild with it. Like I'm gonna said, kill you or something. Yeah, right? he was wild with it. But at the same time, if you are somebody that is in that community, I think you do have the right to tell somebody, like, "Look, I am a transsexual. Like I have." You know, I'm identify as this, but I am this. I I just or just people are just too fucking sensitive. But then it's like, why do? Okay, it was just a big that going. Like before, when you first meet a person, they was like, if you're a transgender or transsexual, let that person know who you are and what you are. Granted, I can see that. But then it's like, why do I feel like I need to, you know, expose all of that to you? What if we just sitting have a regular conversation and we're not trying to do anything after? And I just told you all my fucking business. Like, why do I need to tell that to you? But then it's like, once you get them in the room, you get them in a more intimate setting. Maybe you should. Or do you tell them before? It's like, it's like the don't ask, don't tell rule they had or used to have in the army. It's like, when do you know it's a proper time for me to expose this part about myself? Well, I guess... It depends if you I guess you kind of I guess it depends on every situation whether you want to just let it go off the rip and just let it be known or if this is somebody that you seriously considering to be like in a relationship with or even just being physical with then maybe you let it be known at that point when you make that decision but I don't know whatever so <clears throat> does that mean they need to be held responsible if something happens to them like can you be that mad at a person for reacting the way they react which is human nature to be upset and lash out if you just lied to me like you blatantly had a lot of opportunities to tell me what you were and what was going on you waited till we get back to the hotel or whatever and then I, and then at that point you still don't tell me like when it went like verbal, when is that a fine? verbal response fine if it gets physical then no you can't be that's not your fault right you can't <clears throat> excuse me they can't be too upset yeah like because something not fair. would have it's to happen fair. yeah for me to physically want to cause harm right like i guess i just had a crazy thought <laughs> I, like, did, I did the same thing that's why we looked like, at each what? other like nah we got a show to do <laughs> next next freaking topic but we drag so i mean Everybody know I talk about it every week. I don't watch Power until 9 o'clock at night. Because I'm a loser, I guess. But mm-hmm. you feel like Power is falling off based on the content that is happening. I guess this season compared to like the other seasons before. Yeah, I feel like some of the storylines are kind of like recycling. Like they just flip. Like some of the internal struggles between certain people are just being done over just for different reasons. I don't feel like there's there's a lack of creativity in it. And then you could look at certain points and it's like, okay, are you really going to be able to get away with everything? Like, fucking ghost caught a body <laughs> in jail and he's free. Where did he do that at? New York. I know a couple of people who caught a body. In jail? 
No. He not in jail. They off. They off on bail. No, I'm talking about he killed someone well, in jail. Well, yeah, you could get away with that. The guy, he got away with it. You just you make a deal. He made a deal. That happens. COs be knowing they don't say nothing. They be selling well, drugs. Kill a CO. I felt a way about that too. I actually shrugged. I couldn't see it, but I shrugged. I, I felt a way about that too. Though. The scene? Yeah. The scene came out of nowhere. I thought he was daydreaming. Yeah, I thought I he was really daydreaming he too. Was daydreaming. And I would have thought maybe, I don't know, maybe because it was too late in the production process, but I would have felt because Charlie Murphy passed away, that was probably not the last scene I wanted to see from him. Like his head getting smashed. Uh, I get what you. Yeah, that was a saying. bit much. But then, I mean, he the show was being recorded. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, they probably didn't have. Yeah. yeah, they probably didn't have time to go back. Kind of airy. I didn't even think about it like that. I yeah. honestly didn't. Now I'm creeped out. Cause that's the. Cause I remember they had Donnell Rollins on Breakfast Club numerous times, and he was supposed to. He initially auditioned for that role, and then he heard that Charlie Murphy got it, so he was like, "Oh, okay, cool. That's fine, cause that's my dude." So that I think that's the last thing we'll ever see from him. I mean, can you really see Donnell Rollins being the CEO? I don't. I can't. I, I've never seen him do a serious role like that. I don't know. May, maybe he would have flipped it. Who knows? Because look at the dude. I love Breaking Bad. Look at the dude who played Walter White. He was the father from Malcolm in the Middle. I would have never thought he could have played a fucking drug dealer. That's true. That's true. Even Ozark, which I just finished watching last week, had Jason. Oh, uh, Jason Bateman. His latest to this shit, I guess. There you go. Insecure. Insecure. How do you well, you wasn't here. I, I don't have no issues with Insecure. I think everything is going smoothly. Okay. So you wanted my thoughts on it because I wasn't here to talk about my thoughts on it because like, I wasn't here last week? Yeah. Just anything that pointed, you wanted to point out or anything that popped up in your head? No. Like, All Issa, right, next one. Issa and Lawrence is both trash. <laughs> like, I'm not Team Issa or Team Lawrence. Like... Both of y'all, it's just horrible fucking people, and I don't like how people I think she like set to herself victimize. Up. How to, I don't like how they victimize Lawrence. I think she set herself up. That's a clear case of the the nice fuck boy. Lawrence? He's a he's a nice guy, but he's kind of like a fuck boy too at the same time. I said it last week. I I feel like I don't think they're gonna get back together because I feel like he's that situation of a nice dude getting hurt and then he ends up being a fuck boy. Not even, you know what? I don't even think it'll go that way. I just think they won't get back together because it's done. The relationship is just done. It's ran its course. It's over. I think she set herself up too. Which one? Tasha? No, not Tasha. Um, well, Tasha too. But Tasha don't know no better. But I think Issa. She a bird. Why does everybody think she a bird? She a bird. She a oh, bird. God. Tasha is a hella bird. She like, yeah, cuz the jalapeno pop was like, her voice gets me dumb tight whenever she comes on screen. <laughs> You saying zaddy while he hitting it from the back. Like, I say zaddy, but I'm joking with you. I, you ain't going to... I don't know. No. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Tell him I'm busy. <laughs> I don't know your business. What you do behind closed doors is all... <laughs> no, but like, it's just her air. It's just very... She's one of them girls who are happy with the bare centrals. And he is going to be comfortable being with her because she's not expecting anything of him so no matter what he do that's above and beyond what she's used to she's gonna be that dude he's gonna yeah he's gonna be that dude for her so as Issa knows him knows you yeah yeah capable of she's seen all the great things you can do and now you're at this point it's like 
get your shit together like i know what you can be i've seen what you've done like what mm-hmm. what what so you're gonna go over here to the next chick granted she i'm not saying you know Issa was right or wrong i'm just saying now you, he's involved with another woman he really don't like her like that but it's a comfortable situation he's lonely he's hurting he's not dealing with his feelings or his relationship that he broke off with Issa, mm-hmm. and you know you're still not really doing nothing too much you got you got a nice job now google but when he's at best buy she still tasha still looked at him like i used to cash your unemployment checks now you're working at best buy like it was still like fucking heart eye emojis for her because he was completely different than what she's used to so they're both comfortable in that state they're both comfortable they don't she don't expect nothing more from him but to be who he is and he ain't expecting nothing from him but to make sure he get that nut on the weekends like he need and i'm gonna take out to get something to eat because now i feel guilty because my homeboy said something about it and she's a cool girl so i'm gonna take her out to get some sushi because she probably never had sushi before shots fired she's a bank teller no thing she want to do is be a bank manager no shade to nobody but that's the only thing she aspired to be she's comfortable she's basic and there's nothing mm. wrong with being basic mm. i'm not talking basic as in looks i'm talking about basic as in mentally mm. what she wants from life mm. is easy she's easy she's easy to please he's going to stay there for as long as he can because he doesn't want to go to someone else who has all these accolades and wants him to be up there with her too he doesn't really want to do that right now maybe later on but not right now he's he's in limbo right now he don't know what the fuck mix the crabs meme that's what he is that's right what now. i said last week all the motherfuckers is confused. Yeah. they don't know and i think he's about to hurt herself because at the end she sent that text like yo you want to fuck like i yeah, don't think cause she... she sent it from like a hurt place like only thing I can get from a dude right now is he want to fuck. So I mean, it's better to have some kind of something than I nothing. I think she's too. I don't think she's in the right emotional and mental state for something casual right now. She's not, but she did it anyway because she just wants that feeling of being wanted. Man, she gonna get fucked up. It happens every day, b. <laughs> and what's the other Molly? I know y'all mentioned something about Molly needing therapy. She needs to go to therapy. She could use somebody else to talk to. Sometimes all you need is just somebody else to talk to. It helps you figure out maybe what else is going on. Like she's dating and it's just not working. And it's like you don't know why it ain't working. So maybe you need somebody to figure it out. Your pussy ain't broken. I ain't gonna say your pussy broke like Issa said. But it mm. might be something else. I don't know. Maybe she's looking in the wrong places. Maybe well, I mean, it's like, only one part of herself she's trying to fulfill. And she's forgetting everything else. I think she's dealing with a lot. Shit from yeah. work. Yeah, definitely Trying stuff from work. Trying to be a good friend. Yeah. And then she's taking on the role of being everybody um superhero right now, and she needs to save herself. It's a lot going on for her, and she needs to just grasp it. But I guess therapy will help. I don't think she's crazy. I don't think she has emotional issues. I don't think I'm, I'm gonna reach that far. I think she has regular issues going on like everybody else. You work too fucking much. You can't settle down. No, people you date not working you try to date what you don't want you try to lower your standards it don't work mm-hmm. it's trial and error but I guess she's just at a point where she's probably a little bit more lonely and I can see her concentrating more on working out this season than she is dating I saw that switch we'll see we shall see <sighs> yeah that's all so this episode we're talking about black owned businesses and I feel very passionately about this because uh oh um, I'm not saying I don't support all black businesses, but some of y'all are mad trash. Like, y'all are mad trash. 
trying to drag it. Like, get your shit together. <laughs> Mad A's in that trash. <laughs> like, the capital was too. I just... Okay. Black-owned businesses between... I looked it up just to make sure, you know, I was right. Between, like, 95 and I think it said 2002, black-owned businesses was like booming like everybody had one and i like it i like going into neighborhoods and you mm-hmm. know seeing it they got their own um cleaner sometimes black people love having cleaners and laundromats really <laughs> yeah they do i think it depends on where you live at too because harlem and even in, yeah there's a lot of them they own it or they'll just be people of color we'll say that too okay. um i don't think i've ever been to a cleaners that's owned by a black person not the old not the old couple no, oh, that's always unfortunate. The ones that's been in the neighborhoods that I've been in, always Asians. Whoa, really? Oh wow, that's yep. different. See, in in Wellover, they're either black and or they like might a, be um, Latino. And I don't know how I feel about this now that you brought it up. They always have a token black person there. Oh, like the one that's by my crib now. Is yeah. a, there's a black lady that's there sometimes, but I don't. She's kind of old, so I don't think she just. I don't think she does any work. I think she does like real remedial stuff. Right. And then another one by my parents' neighborhood, they had a black dude there. I think he was a. T- I think he's a tailor. Okay. But he's another older gentleman. That's all he does. Just sit Is there, it? knit, cut. That's it. <laughs> Said knit. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, um, I like hearing about new restaurants that's owned by you know blacks or. Um, businesses. I know Brownsville just got their first own their first black owned beauty supply store, which I think is dope. I think I've seen that too. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's really really good, and I try to support it as much as I can. But if your service is trash, if you ain't got all your shit together, don't be mad at me if I'm going to somebody else to get it. And I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of times people don't understand that they want to ridicule you because you're not shopping black owned. But it's like y'all ain't even got the shit on the menu. Y'all ain't got none of the shit y'all said y'all had. <laughs> I'm asking you about it. You got an attitude. Like, it's just at some point you can't ask for something and think because you're black you're supposed to automatically get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm black, so you're supposed to shop because you're black too. No, bitch, I'm not. I'm finna go up the street <laughs> and get what I want at a reasonable price, and it's going to work. And if it don't work, I can bring it back. Cause if it don't work here, and I try to bring it back, it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Cause you ain't going to want to exchange. It's just even when you buy stuff online from these little boutiques or. These up and coming designers or entrepreneurs, they shit is trash too. My issue with it, because like uh like I always bring bring about on the show is you know duality and whatever. It's like I think the biggest issue with black businesses, especially for people in our age group, is social media. So although social media gives them a platform for their business to expand. Now all these fucking industries is oversaturated with the same shit. Right. Like y'all all can't be designers. Like n- not all, y- all y'all niggas is not that creative. Or even not even the social media wise. You said restaurants. How many more Caribbean restaurants do we need on Utica Ave? That never want to give me more oxtail juice. <laughs> Wait. Bitch, this ain't Chipotle. <laughs> that ain't extra fucking guac, man. But yeah, it's like y'all all do the same thing. It's like okay. So, how many fucking barbershops do I need all on the same block? Oh, wow. They all, it's always the same barbershop, or they all have a liquor store, or 
Caribbean restaurant or restaurant in general, it's like, okay, we still need more other stuff. Like, you bringing up the whole cleaners thing is yeah. brand new to me. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been to a cleaners that had black people working in there. Wow. It's always an Asian or the supermarket. No black people working in the supermarket. I feel like it's almost like a cop-out. They see... For, I mean, for people in our generation, I feel like it's a cop-out because they'll see what's popping on Instagram like, oh, she fucking, she's a designer or she does art. And it's like, okay, I could do this too. Get these likes or start getting all this other shit. And this shit don't make no sense because it's like, okay, now y'all all oversaturated, but then y'all like the crab, the crabs in the bucket mentality. Yeah. Like y'all all fighting each other. Like I had this thought the other day. I was like, honestly... In the nicest way possible, a lot of makeup artists are fucking idiots. Cause y'all all fighting for the same clientele and all trying to like undercut each other in terms of pricing. But the issue is the biggest issue for a lot of y'all is like y'all don't have no space to work. Why don't like five or six or ten get the money together, get a retail space? And then y'all all can have your clientele like that. Like, I would have thought that would have been, like, common sense. Instead of y'all all fighting each other, y'all just put your money together, and that way we all benefit. That's why my clientele is my clientele. I work the way I want to work, and I don't really market myself on Instagram. Because I don't need y'all bitches in my inbox talking about, well, why I got to pay such and such price to get my whole face beat. Make sure they charge me 45 So get the 45 out of makeup, sis. Like, what the fuck you inboxing me for? I'm not going to give you $45 for makeup. My fucking foundation is probably fifty dollars. Like, and what are you why, talking about? And that's why a lot of the businesses fail because y'all have people that's cu- undercutting each other, and then it's like, okay, so y'all undercutting each other to gain this customer, but at the same time, you disrespecting your brand and you disrespecting the industry altogether. So right. now it's like, yeah, you basically are, you really are playing yourself because now it's like now people that now look at the industry they're not taking you serious because it's like. Right. You, nah, you everywhere. You everywhere yeah. now. You everywhere doing everything. I don't have those issues. Well, and shout out to all my makeup artist friends. We don't have those issues. We legit work together. Like it's been times when someone couldn't make a gig, they be like, "Yo, nah, you could do this for me real quick." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I got you." If they be, if I be like, "No, I can't," let me call such and such and see if they can do it. That's how you work. A lot of people don't want to work together for whatever reason. I do not know why. I don't get it either. But it's like, if I do a good job and you do a good job, if you're not available that day, she know me because I hooked her up one day. She going to call me. So now we both benefit from the same client. That's the that's the they thing. They don't get that. There's no, for whatever reason, there's no networking anymore. Like, everybody's just cool with each other on social media, but that's about it. Like... There's no, like I said, this needs to be like a unity with whatever. Like, okay, we all, okay, let's say we all barbers. We should at least have multiple locations or all be working under one brand. So let's say if God forbid something happens, I have an emergency at my shop. Yo, you can't come today, but homeboy at such and such place, you can go to his his space. But nah, because everybody has this fucking, if I... I gotta eat so nobody else can eat which is somewhat of a decent sort of you know um ideology but at the same time it's like okay but how are we uplifting each other and that's the only that's a good thing about where i work at she has one company 
with a whole bunch of dope ass makeup artists and we travel to every store all around and we work and within that we we can work outside of the job too and we put each other on to stuff it's, I don't know I just feel like people don't want to work that way no more and the crazy part is you'll see like people that will praise somebody that's already like made it in the industry but they don't want to have nothing to fucking do with you like they'll <laughs> praise all these random makeup artists on Instagram or whatever like their page or inspiration but more than likely if y'all met in person it was like hi goodbye like I don't there's no other reason for us to converse besides hellos but when my new product drop you copping it right I think that's what anybody not even just makeup artists but I tell people all the time the beauty industry is fucking rough beauty and fashion every is industry rough. is fucking it's, rough is is sorry ain't nobody here to hold your hand coddle you walk you down the hallway nobody gonna tell you how to blend your little motherfucking eyeshadow if you wanna be in this business you gotta figure it out cause this is about talent it's not about some shit you just saw this is talent you gotta mm. want this shit you, you gotta wake up and think about this Man. it's not something you just pick up because somebody else told you the shit was hot or you see makeup artists getting money or traveling and now you wanna do it too it's a talent behind it. this is why everybody can't be a makeup artist that's why a lot of this shit look trash and shout out to um, Amanda So she said it today a lot of y'all makeup artists gotta learn how to do everybody makeup for everybody's skin tone like this shit is crazy you Wesley you look like Wesley Snipes now you <laughs> now you fucking Jasmine guy how this shit happen <laughs> how this shit happen like stop playing it's with me I get world. I get really emotional when I talk about being a makeup artist cause I dropped out of fucking medical school to do this shit cause I believed in it like don't be disrespectful to the craft if you can't do it sit the fuck down figure it out let somebody let's get, else do let's it let's be clear you can still be a person of color and be a culture vulture yep sure can sure can that's not just like a white thing like it's you not. can be part of the culture and not really be, be part, part of the, of the culture. culture yeah yeah so I don't know I don't know but um <laughs> I guess we said how we feel about how we feel about black owned businesses clearly <laughs> when we talk more about more- entrepreneurs we didn't talk about how we feel about them per se like I I feel like a lot of y'all is just fucking dumb like it's just it's just stuff when I, I deal with it if I go to a white establishment or Jewish establishment I'm not gonna have these problems mm-hmm. I'm not gonna have these same problems I have here and I don't understand why that is I don't get it either like why is, why, why is it like that cause it goes back to the whole race thing like we have issues with each other all together so the same way you walk into the store and the same way you walk into like a high-end like a Barney's or whatever and you'll have certain white employees may give you extra attention because they feel as though they can't trust you that's the same way a black business owner is good some black business owners is good to think like when you walk in there and you can't afford it that you might be trying to steal yeah some of y'all bitches be stealing like y'all be stealing so when y'all come in the shop I'm looking at you like hey how you doing what's up why you why you moving so close to the eyeshadows like that? What you need? <laughs> Cause y'all really be stealing though. Like don't if you not. This is that's bringing up the stealing thing and taking advantage and being disrespectful disrespectful to the businesses. Black people will come into a black establishment and treat it horribly. You fucking up the bathrooms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You breaking stuff. 
you're not treating it right you don't really care you're being rude but if you go to some some other place you went yeah, act like that the way shit you fucking like what, do, what is that about the shit you do in the bodega is not the shit you're fucking doing in barney's right it's not you're not gonna do that shit at tiffany when you're trying to have your little breakfast you're not gonna act that way so don't do that here it's a respect thing mm-hmm. and this is why black people when they get businesses they don't put it in the urban areas because y'all know how to treat shit right yeah. Not all of y'all, but a lot of people don't know how to treat shit right. This is true. It's just y'all act like a bunch of fucking savages who never had nothing. Or they just don't respect it altogether. Right? Because you feel like I'm black, you black, you supposed to do this for me. Yeah, like I I'm supposed to get a shit. discount. Yeah. Like that don't make sense. We were talking about this today. They want, can I get a discount for my birthday? Bitch, go to Sephora. They do that every year. Get your little package of lipstick for your little birthday all month if you miss it go back the next month shit still sitting there waiting for you <laughs> you feel me like cut it out just cause I'm black or I'm Latino you coming in my place of business don't mean I'm gonna give you a discount cause you black or you Latino Ooh, and I, I think that's you. like the biggest slap into the face when they do shit like that because you should understand as a black entrepreneur as a or a black business owner one I had to bust my ass just to make it to this point. Right. And for anybody that owns a business, you should, or reads about businesses, the first year you don't fucking make money. You lucky if you even break even. Right. So every penny, literally every penny that I make is crucial. That's the difference between me having a cup of noodles or actual (laughs) meal that night. So it's like where you go around and be like, nah, yo, let me get a discount or, you know, you could uh, I, I'll give you free pomo or shit like that it's like that don't fucking pay the bills like that don't put food on the table like that doesn't help me in any facet right yeah IOU don't mean shit over here yeah none of it another thing is um a lot of times when these businesses they don't treat their employees the same way as other businesses who are owned by you know white people and stuff it's like i get it like we all in this together we're supposed to be a team but don't try to undercut me or do some bullshit on the side either yeah like you you're not about to play me like that and i feel like that happens a lot you can't ask me to do all of this shit when my work environment ain't what it needs to be for you to be requiring this mm-hmm. it don't work that way you can't do that a job is a job you're an employer you do your job i get that part but if this whole shit is raggedy and you're trying to tell me i need to do this first of all get your shit together then you could discuss what the fuck i'm doing mm-hmm. oh it's not, nothing is gonna work right it's not gonna operate right yeah it's counterproductive yeah i've worked in places where it's no fucking heat it's cold worked in places the fucking bathrooms falling apart it's not enough lights here niggas ain't got this they ain't got that this shit is broke and then when you make but a complaint but then you, you make a complaint it's like just figure out just deal with it. I shouldn't have to do do that but the first thing you want to say to me if you don't like it you can leave well I can leave but your shit's still gonna be raggedy like or you just report it to the fucking state and then when your shit get closed down you're gonna be dumb tight <laughs> <laughs> Dumb type. And I've like done that when, in the uh, past with other jobs. I'd be like, let me call the Department of Labor real fucking quick because like y'all got when, me um, fucked up. Like when they put the locks on 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 uh, Keisha door <laughs> in power. No, <laughs> facts. Get the state run up on you real quick. No, they don't be playing. They come up real fast. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Like, You're not opening today. <laughs> Bitch, you thought. <laughs> Bitch, you thought you was curling some weave. They can like, dress the men in black talk about you ain't working today. Bitch. 
talking I'm, I'm cutting somebody here I'm gonna cut your hair pay me ten dollars but yeah it's like I enjoy working for small businesses because that's what I like to do for a while and I enjoy working for black owned businesses but it's like you gotta get your shit together too for instance my sister there's no reason why her boss has this whole air of um i got it together i have all this money you want to go to all these parties me all these fucking reality shows and you in fucking debt and you can barely pay people on time you know what i'm saying like that's the shit i'm talking about that's crazy to me that's crazy and then when your employees discuss i'm upset because my check was fucking a whole week late i'm getting two checks in one because you couldn't pay me the last time or nothing is working con ed coming cutting off the fucking lights all this shit is going on all this shit is going on and this is it's in general black owned shops that i've worked at all this shit is going on but the first thing you want to do is point your finger at me and i get it if i'm fucking up as an employee i get it but you're fucking up as a business owner because all this shit should not be going on it's not it's not okay when you have one job <laughs> keep the lights on just keep the lights on so i can see what i'm doing you need that dude from bar rescue <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy to the point know. i gotta volunteer my time to make sure your shit working i don't even work at your spot but i'm doing it because f- i'm in a good mood today <laughs> it's I, I don't understand why that happens why it's a lack of urgency i feel like it's a lack of urgency when shit goes wrong in black owned businesses is there a lack of education I don't even I don't even want to say it's like an education. It's like they really don't care sometimes. Like they don't care because a lot of these people they have really good educational backgrounds. It's just somewhere along the line, I don't know. They just should just be falling apart. Financially, they ain't learn that part about finances. I think that's where the lack of education comes in. I think they of, just didn't. Yeah, because I think a lot of them I won't say they come into money or they'll just have this one idea, which is solid. But they don't know how to execute it from every facet. Like they'll they'll have a vision of okay, this is what I want. They'll be able to do whatever it is to get to that point. But then it's like, okay, how do you not only sustain it, but how do you make it grow? So why do you think most black businesses fail? I don't know, yeah. I think it's just it's a lack of education and it's a lack of, you know, speaking with the right people. Cause again, there's such this you know mentality that i can't you know talk to other people or speak to other people or eat with anybody else it's like okay you could even let's say you're not going into business with each other you should at least be speaking to other people that also own businesses and see what it is that they did or try to catch some game from Uh them and it's like okay i see where you went wrong at let me learn from where you fucked up at so i don't make the same mistakes but that's the problem uh people have egos that too they have and then you have egos. people that have successful businesses and they don't want to reveal nothing to nobody at all they just make their bread that's it and i think probably the biggest issue if i'm not mistaken black owned businesses back in the day did shit to fucking support the community right nowadays it's like now nah, i gotta get this dollar and that's it like Open at nine, close at five. You see me Monday through Friday. That's it. <laughs> if you're lucky, right? Yeah. Cause a lot of them don't open on Mondays. A lot of them don't even fucking open on time. Uh, I can't say nothing, cause I'm gonna be hella late to work. That's why I don't open though, cause I know I'm not gonna get there on time to open up the store. 
So you gotta know better. If you know you run a business and you're the owner and you have to be there, and you know your ass can't make it at 10 a.m. Because in life you just can never make nowhere 10 a.m. Make that shit 12. Why you the business owner and niggas gotta wait mad hours for you to open up your this shit for true. me to get my shit done? And you gotta add to it because I'm tight. Bitch, this is what your door said. This is what your <laughs> door said. Like, uh, that's true. What the fuck you talking about? How many times yo. I fucking text you dumb tight? Because I had shit to do that day. I was like, I right, bet. I'm gonna go to the barber, get the haircut real quick, and then do what I gotta do. 10 o'clock, nobody there. He like, I'm still, sit- I'm still out here waiting. Like, 11 son. o'clock, nobody there. And then it's one of those establishments like you you blink your eye. <laughs> you blink your eye. Like, all right, let me just hit the corner store real quick. Come right back. Nobody's in the chair. 17 niggas is in there <laughs> waiting for they <laughs> waiting to get they cut. And you was only gone for like half a second. So it's like that shit kills me every time. And but like, yo, I can't do this. Like eventually And then that that's like the thing, it's like with the males and their barbers like that's like their fucking second that's like their stepdad <laughs> like you don't cheat on your fucking you don't cheat on your barber like that you got beef forever <laughs> you cheat on your barber so that shit gets me tight sometimes when i go over there I'm like you get yo. a little riled up steven i'm like yo i'm about to just get this cut and call it a day and i gotta wait like fucking half an hour almost to an hour for him to show up and then it's not even his fault it's his um his co-owner his the woman that owns the salon that be casually coming in at fucking 11 11 30 and that shit was open up at what time 9 10 10 o'clock so now you gotta reschedule your whole day around the fact that and these see, niggas I'm, might be late and see i'm young so it's like <laughs> i got patience somewhat i don't and i could stay in a little bit but it'd be like older ladies that be waiting on her Damn. standing in front of the building and i'm like yo you can't be doing this to like old people like that's really fucked up low-key them old people be doing the most and the but grocery store they don't be having nothing to do throughout the day anyway so they be pacing back and forth like <laughs> 17 times <laughs> <laughs> they just up early for no reason they don't have nothing else planned but get on my nerve when i go to the grocery store that's i think that's where the old people go i think old people frequent the grocery store to do fuck shit i think that's what they do because I think they just are on earth to be annoying in general. Once and when I get old, I'm gonna be annoying as fuck. When I get I old, know I, am. I am going to be isolated. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't like people now. Imagine when I'm old oh and I don't feel like moving. Oh my god! Everybody's a dub. I'm still gonna get on your nerves. Stop, Steven. Don't be rude to me. Just be my friend. I'm gonna be old and see now. I won't know how to use a phone. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much doubt it well why do, well, we briefly spoke about this but why do you think certain black businesses um attract a social a specific social class like how can you target that because i feel like it's a certain way i want to target certain clients because i don't want to deal with certain kind of people it's all about your marketing and how you do business like regardless of how important technology is word of mouth is still probably the best form of marketing there is and that's something and that's something that has to be earned because there's people well i was working with somebody she has a makeup artist she has certain price points when like the example you brought out before some females would approach her and they'd be like oh i'm not paying that much and she would let me know and be like okay cool fuck it 
they if that's your price i don't know i'm not an expert in that industry if right. this is your market price for your worth stick by stick it. With it then we'll talk throughout the days later and then she'll be like oh i'm busy i got a client i'm like okay where this client showing up from oh the one that had told me such and such and i was like so you agreed to the lower price she was like uh, yeah and it was like okay but now you're starting to build that behavior that with she them she gonna think she can do that all the time yeah she so will not pay you what you want because i already paid you this amount i'm gonna exactly. pay you the regular amount now you gotta train your customers this is probably why white corporate america works as efficiently as it is because they train their fucking customers They'll keep doing the same shit over and over whether you like it or not. Yeah. I remember ages ago, my first job when I was in college was Starbucks. I think right before I had started, they had just raised prices. So a lot of people was coming in and complaining about pricing. It's like, oh, how you gotta raise the prices? This is and the third. Then probably like a year later, they raised prices again. Same sort of complaints from the same people and they're still showing up. Yeah, that's it. Because you want it. Yeah. You want it, you're going to pay that price. Regardless. So it's like, if you really need it that bad, it's going to happen. So you really got to, you got to train your clientele. You got to train your consumer as to how your business operates and, you know, the standard and the level of your business. So anytime they try to run by you with some shit that you're not with, they're not even going to waste their time. Like you think people that fucking come to Beyonce, but like, oh, we gonna undercut her and this and no, no, her brand is premium That's at it. everything. That's, That's it. it. That's my price. So you already know before I even go into that situation, I have to have my shit together before I even get a chance to speak to her. And I might not even do that. They might have a fucking robot. They might make. They Instead might take a drive through. They might force me to talk to Blue before I get to Beyonce. No. If Blue not with the shit, Blue is booked too <laughs> And she booked If Blue not with Matter of fact Fuck that They told Yo Tell me what Sir thinks first Nigga <laughs> <laughs> like Google Gaga Nigga raised one eyebrow Well Well Thank you for coming in <laughs> Thanks for coming in That's that's a no That's gonna be a no for us We're gonna pack the pass <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like you gotta have a love. You gotta have a level of respect for yourself, and a level of respect for the brand, for the industry, and level of respect for the services that you're trying to offer. This is one thing that um, you know how everyone, you know when Rihanna came out with them damn um Puma flip flops with the fur on it. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden that's like a thing now. Everybody does it. Vixen <laughs> say he hates some shits. Some girl was in her shop today. No, the other day, and she had a pair on, but it looked like a whole. It was like a whole fucking fur hood on her foot. So I'm like, how much you pay for this? She said 120 dollars. That's another thing. Y'all spending your money on dumb shit. Like it's legit a Nike fucking flip flop. Just go to the arts and crafts store, get your fucking glue and the fur and glue it on it. You really paid 120 dollars for a pair of flip flops with fur on it. We're in the outside. You really just did that. And then it's like, that's yeah. another thing when you market towards. She got them likes, though. She probably did get them likes. And her little leotard that she paid $12 for because she spent all her fucking monies on them shitty-ass flip-flops. <laughs> all her monies. <laughs> all her monies on the fucking flip-flops. <laughs> and then I bet you she went into the fucking, um... I bet you she went to the, to the beauty supply store when she was trying to buy her hair. She tried to undercut them. She probably she got the packed hair because she can't afford the fucking bundles. She can't afford the real makeup, so now she gotta go to the beauty supply store and get the little dollar joints. 
I'm looking like Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga said she like the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Joker. Bitch, use a clown. If you don't get out of here. <laughs> that reminds me of that video from clown. Shiggy. <laughs> when he yes. painted his face. I'm a clown. I'm a clown. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did that other one when he was talking about how um, bitches be in the club with their makeup on when that light hit you. Yo. That kills me every time. But when that, that light hit like, you, ma. That nigga look like the gold <laughs> ranger. <laughs> and they go, wait, you remember gold dust from back in the day? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga look like gold dust. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're right. <laughs> oh man, my stomach hurt. Good times. Oh my gosh, <laughs> but that goes to show, like, as black people, we need to be aware what we spend our money on and who we spending it with. Because once you do your fucking research first, the, yeah. Because for me personally, like, I do research before I even think about spending a dollar, or even before we got the Scotch Porter, like, um thing like i saw how they pushed their brand i saw how they marketed it i was like okay this is dope and then come to find coincidence, out coincidence yeah coincidence tiara had samples and those the shit works so i was like okay let me reach out from there say even though i don't have a bevel um uh razor or whatever mm-hmm. i saw how they marketed it and it's dope if i ever get the chance to get one mm-hmm. i'm gonna get one because I want to support black owned businesses and that's what it is it's like like you said again like everybody doing the same shit like everybody not a fucking designer yeah I think I think I said this last week probably off air when I was talking with the girls and I was like I know a lot of people that all do the same shit like if I need a lawyer friend I don't have a lawyer friend I got you if I need a doctor friend I don't have a doctor friend like a lot of people do the same shit Everybody's okay. either into music or they into doing art mm-hmm. or they're into designing fashion or whatever fucking seems to be popping or lit on social media. Right. Those are the avenues that they tend to jump in. And it's like, okay, that's cool. But it's like, in order for you to be successful, you got to be determined. You got to sacrifice. And you have to be, it has to be something you're passionate about. Like you can't just be doing this shit because you're fucking 26 years old and you don't know what the fuck you want to do with your life. Someone make some quick money. Yeah. Pull that just be a scammer. Don't because that's that's like five to ten. Listen, I'm not doing it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Tindley send you a fucking email from fucking Philly <laughs> from fucking Philly took my name and call me no the fuck I didn't no the fuck I did not do you want to approve these no the fuck <laughs> transactions? I ain't proving nothing she probably approved them shits already you don't even know it right this is gonna be tight but yeah it was like that's why a lot of motherfuckers fail because they're not passionate about it they just jumped into the shit cause the shit look wavy or the shit look hot and then it's like okay but you don't know the ins and outs of it like you doing the base of what you think the what the industry requires but it's so many more intricate details that requires so much attention to it that you don't even care to learn about so like when i did a little bullshit t-shirt line in like 2011 
that's because i was somewhat lost like i was at a pitchfork in my life at that time i was like look it's either gonna be working for the same company forever or i'm gonna figure out something to do with myself that's i it. still got all my t-shirts me and a Daddy. lot of people have come back and I said still, they still, I still have wear shirt, my shirts which is highly the one with the line on it that shit is lit though i appreciate it of course but um point. like yeah it's like people just jump into shit and they don't really care about all the intricate details that's involved in it and even though i don't even do the t-shirt line already i've learned so much from it from that and all the various aspects that's involved with it like buying a domain setting up a website making sure you know about your taxes making sure to calculate shipping costs and shit and and other a whole bunch of other shit making sure you reach out to not only people that have a large following but people that actually have influence because i think a lot of people get fucked up with that too there's people that have a following and there's people that have an influence, influence. yeah because you difference. can get you can give shit free shit to people that have mad following and all you're gonna get is likes the biggest thing is are you gonna transition those likes into sales right a lot of people don't have that sort of input so Yo, people really gotta do their research. They, it's not no fucking overnight success. If it was, then everybody would be doing it. Yeah, and I guess that's why we don't support all black-owned businesses. Yeah, this is why I gotta, I gotta do my research and really see how you're moving. Like, is it about the money for you, or is it about something more? Yeah, a passion because like, you care. Like, dude from Scotch Porter. Right. Most people don't even know what the fuck he looked like. I know what he looked like. But most people don't know because it, it's about the product. Not same, about him. Same thing with um dude from Bevel, even though he's gotten more notoriety in the past few years or whatever. I've seen the fucking razor a million times before I seen him. Never saw him. Never saw him. A lot of people they do the shit because they want the fame and the success. But people that tend to like leech onto that shit, you either don't get it at all, or you get it and you gone. <clears throat> and that's why they fail. Yeah. Certain kinds. Certain kinds. And people could point out the bullshit. Real niggas know real shit. So if you see something that's real, you gonna fuck with it. If you see something that's fraudulent, you could point that shit out real early quick. on. Yeah. Early on. Not even gonna waste my time with it. You're not even worth a double tap. Stop. Matter of fact, you spam now. No. Don't <laughs> spam, mom. Well, what is your summation if you could say anything to a lot of these black owned businesses like honestly like without feeling because sometimes I feel like I can't say shit because I have a personal connection with them but like if you could I don't have a personal connection I don't again most of the businesses that's in my the neighborhoods that I've lived for a majority of my life don't really have are really black owned Mm -hmm. I mean there are few but I've never really had like serious issues with them. I mean, anybody that's looking to start a business, like do your do your research first. Really do your research. Really like go in. Like a lot of people gonna say, oh, you gotta get a business degree and this is that and the third. That's fine if you wanna do it that way. But there's a lot of free information that's out there. <laughs> there's me. a lot of rich entrepreneurs. Who do seminars a lot too. Yeah, that do, do seminars, seminars for free. Or you got to subscribe to like certain newsletters or shit like that. There's a lot of free information that's out there that you have access to. It's like, okay, how do I do this? But not only not only be able to just do it, but do it well and do it to a point that it could be successful. Like we had the I had the podcast idea 
in January of 20, 2016. Show mm-hmm. ain't start till September. Mm-hmm. It took numerous months of me reading about how does this shit work, how to make it successful, how to possibly get sponsorships, how to make sure what what are the keys to you know certain um, shows or whatever. Like I. Uh, Making sure I listen to my quote-unquote competition and see what it is that they're doing that I could either take from them or do a different spin on it or just mm-hmm. avoid altogether. So it's like a lot of people just jump into the shit like, oh, I'm going to just fucking get a camera and become a YouTube star. It's like, no, you got to have a fucking clear idea of what it is you wanted to do. You got to have talent because all of y'all not fucking funny. That too. All of y'all can't do here. That. All of y'all can't draw. <laughs> you can't draw. Yeah. The niggas be with the etch sketch. <laughs> There's certain people I see and they be like, yo, come to the this art show that I'm having. And I'll be like, if your shit was free, I would not hang it up this in my house. This is doodle. Your work is doodle. <laughs> it's like, if your shit was free, I wouldn't hang it up in my house. Like, I wouldn't hang it in the bathroom. Yeah. Because there's a difference between you actually being good or you just doing it as a hobby. Right. Like, if you're just doing it as a hobby, that's cool. I'm not mad about that. You sell a piece or two, okay. But then if you're trying to market it, like, yo, this is what I do, it's like, physically, yes. Right. Doing it well, LL Cool J would not (laughs) go sign that. Not (laughs) so much. So it's like, yeah, just do your research, and there's nothing wrong with, like, networking people. Right, I was gonna bring that up too. Like, it's nothing like, yeah, wrong it's with asking wrong for help. With, it's nothing wrong with asking for help. And even let's say, I think like a big issue that I personally have, I don't like asking people for help. Is like I prefer to compensate people for whatever they provide. And if you don't have the ability to do so, then exchange services. Okay, right, the partisan. He does fucking videography. If he needs a website to get done, I'll do that shit. He needs some graphic design to get done. I'll do that shit. And that's how we exchange. And I think we don't exchange. Well, don't wear makeup. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's like if you're gonna network or like try to build a team. Like in 2014, I tried to establish like some sort of like business development firm. And my issue with it is why I ended it is like the pe- the people that was coming in that was being clients weren't people that was taking it seriously. Yeah. Like I'll do certain shit for them, and then it's like, okay, what's your next step? They either didn't have a step or they just fell off the map altogether. And it's like, yo, like, I had a videographer. I had a a photographer. Like, I had all these people with different skill sets. It's like, I didn't even care about the money, to be honest. Because it was like, if I build your brand to the position where you... I'm a part of something. Yeah, like, adding that to my resume means more to me than the fucking dollar. Because the... The money, people are so quick to chase money. Yeah, money is always going to come. People are so quick to chase the dollar when it's like, yo, you got to think about the long term. It's like, okay, you make this $20, $50, $100 now, but what about when you develop your name to the position where now you got corporate people coming asking you to sign up to do things for their brand because of the name you pulled? So it's like, yeah, I have this podcast now. I love doing it, but... I really want to start executive producing other people's shows and be behind the scenes. So if somebody strikes gold, it's like, oh, okay, you dope. Who's behind it? Steven who? Oh, word. We need to have a meeting with him. 
So it's like you really gotta use not use, but people have to come together right. more. And people gotta educate themselves and educate other people at the same time. People gotta be willing to listen. That too. Black people don't like to listen. Cause they think they know every motherfucking thing. I don't know shit. And if you knew every fucking thing, you should be open. Okay? Mm. All motherfucking time. You gonna have the oxtail juice that I want it. Is it juice or gravy? I don't know what it is. <laughs> Definitely gravy. I don't know what it like is. Like oxtail juice. What? I would never. <laughs> well, I'm not Caribbean, so there's that. Clearly. I'm not I'm not Caribbean. But even so, a lot of motherfuckers be rude. Like, why you always got an attitude? They act like the MCA people. Like, <laughs> they always got an attitude in there. Like, what I'm going to do with one plantain? I need at least three of them. And I don't think I got to pay 10 cents per little piece of plantain. Because you only pay 30 cents for the whole shit. Like, it's little stuff Wait, like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's Can little... we just break down plantain economics? We did. <laughs> we did. You want to know why? Because... It it, it it shows how black people take advantage You're taking advantage Like the fucking fl- Nike flip flop That's $120 cause you put a fucking wolf pussy fur on it Like whoa, whoa. <laughs> Like Wait why am I paying $120 for a fucking Nike flip flop With hoodie fur on it Like you're taking advantage Granted there'll be people out there stupid enough to buy it But like stop taking advantage of your people And think we're supposed to support you yeah. It and doesn't people, make sense It works both fucking ways You want me to support you Stop fucking taking advantage I'm not gonna ask you For a discount But don't fucking Take advantage either Cause I could go Someplace else And get better quality I'm only in here Because you are black And I wanna support you Cause I mm-hmm. see what you're doing But don't fucking beat Don't try to finesse me On this shit either And don't act like The shit's gonna last forever Right as quickly as you popped up That's as quickly as right. you go away Cause some about my, to be over bro Cause when I used to live With my parents And we used to drive around They would always have stories About how when they first was in New York City in the early 80s how it was mad black businesses all over mm-hmm. Flatbush area and now it's none none cause they got their money and they left probably not even or probably didn't gentrification make it. or yeah. yeah shit like that so it's like even you may do the right thing if you don't if your time is up your time is up so it's like you may as well try to operate in the most as efficiently yeah, as possible as efficiently as possible because you never know you're always one health inspection away from getting kicked out what restaurant was that that got closed that Caribbean restaurant that got shut down I, I don't want to say it's Negroes it's like one of them places everybody like to go to and it got shut down for a little while I think it wasn't no I think the girl is still open it was one of them like that like one of the ones everybody goes to but yeah get your shit together Get your I'm shit just together. tired of seeing the same shit Cause it's like 50 fucking Caribbean restaurants On Utica Ave Like one block after another It's like And then 90% of them is Jamaican Like how I didn't know there was different levels of Jamaican <laughs> <laughs> like, You got mild You got spicy You got all of that I don't, I don't have it. that privilege I can only eat Caribbean food When I go to Brooklyn And I go to the mom and pop shop And they nice to me But if I go someplace else They was gonna have this food And I stopped going to that restaurant you will never get my money again. It's rude. You make my order wrong, you got an attitude with me because I said you did it wrong. Now, if I flip it over and walk out, I'm wrong. No, you're viral. <laughs> <laughs> you're viral. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's it. That's all I got to say about that. I just really wanted to have this discussion because it's been weighing on my, my heart for a while now. 
I'm tired I mean, of the fuck shit. <laughs> I'm tired of the fuck shit. I, I mean, we try to be as positive as possible, but like, I think uh, when Ron was on, when Ronald was on the show, it was like, yo, the people that's not really about it, those are the ones that get phased out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is why you only have a Scotch Porter and you only have a Bevel because right. it's like one, they were different, and two, they cared about what it is that they're doing. Right. So all the other, you know, other brands or whoever that's not really about that shit, they may make some quick money real quick, but then that's just gonna dry up real soon. And it's like, okay, you don't really have the support of the people. So. And it's not even about being negative or positive. If you feel like anything we said right now is negative, you and your feelings, get your shit together. Like, I, I don't, don't know. Give a fuck. Basically, <laughs> it's the truth. The truth. Come see me, bro. The truth. <laughs> the truth will always be the truth. And I tell people this all the time. Because sometimes people feel like, not even you probably shouldn't have said that. Not even, don't be so negative. I'm not being negative. But this is the fucking truth. If you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. Yo, if you do something right, you'll hear all praises from me. You but if want you better, do better. That's it. That's it. That's all it is, yo. If you want better, do better. And that's how we're going to close out the show. <laughs> Steven got his arms folded. I'm just saying. I know Nobody ever talk wild to me because they don't yeah. want them problems. Nobody say anything to me. They just say behind my back and then I, I call them. I wouldn't know. If it gets to that. But nobody never says anything. I'm mad disrespectful. It's not, it's not in for nobody to say. It's I wish truth. a nigga would. I'm like, Jay. Back in the day, I'm wishing niggas say something. I got the takeover beat, right? Stupid. <laughs> but yeah, it is what it is. Just get your shit together so I can come in and spend my money with you. I just want to. I just want to see different shit. I just want to see different shit. Well, I have I have a black um bookstore where I live at, and I like to go in there sometime and buy stuff. See, that's dope. But you're yeah. in Harlem, so Harlem is a bit more different. different. Yeah. So you you got those traditional spots that they still cherish. Niggas still do fuck shit because people niggas do fuck shit everywhere. <laughs> but if some fuck shit goes down, be like nah, bro, that's such and such. You, you leave that spot alone. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooklyn niggas. I believe it because legit everybody in my shop in the Brooklyn location, we all got pepper spray. All yeah. of us sitting right there. Like what you said? What happened? Right, listen. I ain't wait. I'm having my Uber. Yeah, so remember the riot in like 2000? What was it? 2007, 2006. Oh, yeah. The blackout. The blackout. Oh, that wasn't really a riot. And it they just. A and it was they, a little altercation. And they fucking. <laughs> it's a little altercation. That's all it was. And they fucking stampede through Jimmy Jazz on Flatbush Ave. First of all. Blackout. I'm not going to Jimmy Jazz. I have more respect for myself. That basic nigga shit. <laughs> basic nigga shit. About to get me some ACGs real quick. They were trying to get them Chris Timms. That's what they was going for. And, them, and the Jordans that nobody wear. Fucking 98 degrees outside. Niggas stealing Timms. It was socks. With ankle socks. Which kills me because the Tim part is bigger than the ankle socks. So why are you? <laughs> I always try to figure that out. Like you can't Whatever I'm out We <laughs> off this Like this shit is just Getting me oh, yeah. tighter and tighter I'm out of fucking all second All y'all niggas is trash All y'all niggas is trash The way y'all said last week We in a bad place <laughs> We in a bad place yeah, Shout out to them I really enjoyed that episode I wish I could have called in Violate all them niggas <laughs> Yo we gotta wrap this up Alright <laughs> all right, we out I'm um, Steven Let them know where they can listen to us at Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, 
Apple Podcasts. I feel like I'm forgetting one. He said that with a period after every word. Stitcher, period. No, I would actually say the word Google. period. Google. No, you said Google. Well, that's it. Just put it in your Google search and we should pop up. Yeah. I'm that's still it. working on getting all them other niggas kicked off anyway. It's fucking savage. Yo. If I can't eat nobody. <laughs> <laughs> then we go again. Then we just talk about this. We gotta support each one, teach one, Steven. Not off of my back. I, I'll executive produce your show, but don't name it the same shit as mine. Well, you got a point there. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Have a blessed week. We will see you soon. Well, maybe. And, um, skirt, skirt. Skirt! That's what Migos say. You're so annoying. I don't know how I feel about Migos after the whole Joe Budden thing. No, see, no, <laughs> next week. Next week. Next week. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Sophisticated Ignorance is a sweet 929 network production. All episodes are recorded in Dubway Studios in New York City.